This has to be the most random conversation that I've had with anyone. What's happening humans? How have you all been? Welcome to the Ultut podcast with me Sai Sandesh Markham and today I have a friend who is a guest today his name is Nagesh we were we are friends from college one of the most brilliant guys that I've ever met has a lot of amazing ideas is a brilliant writer and I tell you something this was one of the most randomest conversations it was like jumping from one topic to another we start from whiskey then go to weed then go to lockdown then go to jobs then go to uh, chanakya's arthashastra then we go to pride month wow like absolutely everything this is what we talk about so without wasting any time let's get right into the episode this is nagesh r mandale wait wait let me do it what's happening human <laughs> <laughs> finish madu macha what's happening humans how have you all been? how have you particularly been <laughs> I had a small glass of whiskey and I thought okay fine let me just uh, have it before uh, everything before I start cuz I had a long day of work and I got few uh wine glasses from a company and they wanted me to take some photos for them and all so wow that's nice yeah that's why I asked you that you know whether we can push it to 12 <laughs> no no that this would have been totally worth it i mean i would for the kind of thing that you get i think you could have pushed it further i hope they also <laughs> gave you things to pour into it and not just the glasses no much they they actually <laughs> uh, uh, i sent us only the glass so <laughs> i did not have red wine okay so i put coffee decoction <laughs> <laughs> you know what if if i had uh, you know i had uh, a large myself i think uh, this uh. would make it more entertaining for the listeners but then again i think yeah. i'm drunk so that should work what you are what i said i'm drowsy so that should work oh <laughs> shit i'm so sorry dude that i'm making you do it at the time when you're drowsy all man no so so this is this is my normal time so okay it's an outlier wherein you know i i i got done early so no problem at all always a pleasure to talk to you my man i know right fuck we not spoken we only texted each other and the first time we speaking we speaking on a podcast so yeah. we can always go back to this episode and think fuck this was the time when you were drowsy and i was a little high on whiskey and we talked <laughs> yep and and that's the that's the right way to connect i'd say what are you drinking what do you drink if you drink uh, i i generally go for a whiskey which one the, uh anything man like it, it depends so so it start off starts off with the with the single malt mm. and then it goes i mean i i try not to go to raja <laughs> generally i don't so so that that that's where it is at so no, nothing as of now cuz uh, you you know it's 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 such a catch 22 right like you want to drink to relax but then again in the morning you have that pressure when you wake up and look why the hell did i do this <laughs> so i always think that hangovers are like you know you're borrowing happiness from the next day right and then, then you need to kind of pay it later so. <laughs> that's how it is no like remember dude now now I, now i know how to enjoy whiskey okay like properly how to drink watched a lot of youtube videos and everything now i know but remember when we were in yesh's house when we were drinking bp we had no fucking clue how to drink oh i i, I used to drink more like a cleanser than anything because half the time i used to throw up right so <laughs> it was more like a cleansing session for me like <laughs> yeah right like we used to yeah. get we used to get drunk and nangantu capacity ne irthirilla that was another thing and then, then we used to just like fucking talk all the night it was just the, the josh was there that we just entered college Oh damn. Oh yeah man like see that's that's the that, that's the one you know there are, there, there are just a few situations wherein I kind of get aware of my age you know uh-huh. one is when 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 I'm drinking like there was a time where I could freaking like finish like a 
like an entire bottle like of course that was not in college uh-huh. back then yeah of course uh, as i said it was more of a cleanser i used to throw up and sleep and next day morning i mean i i had started to suspect whether hangovers are even real you know uh-huh. so i remember those times but yeah. then eventually of course we built up that capacity but then now again i think it's it's gone so so i think as you grow older right you yeah. you kind of so that is one time where i feel old uh, the mm-hmm. next day when i wake up that's when i'm like oh shit 30s is it and so it's like a third decade of existence and then oh. second other uh, the second i think is a pre lockdown when it was not the new normal and you used to go to this hip places and mm. people used like there used to be this giggling youngsters you know what i'm saying like <laughs> so i'm like wait a minute am i that am i that cynical old man now because i can't stand them so so those are the two two times when i really feel my age you know i i know i sound like 80 but uh, so it's like the weather right actually <laughs> but feels like 40 it's like that kind of a situation no dude actually uh, coming to think of the age right like we both of the same age and i feel this so much i mean when i drink i definitely do feel that because most of the time i used to never have the capacity and i used to always get drunk and uh, my hangover was like you know just just like any uh, any other hangover and i used to feel like fuck i'm never touching fucking whiskey and that's when i started drinking beer a lot more oh, and yeah. then beer was giving very slight uh, headache and slight hangover so i just like oh, okay yeah. fine I- i'll stick to that and then later i started like you know uh, only right like after i grew a little older like 28 29 when i could afford whiskey whiskey by the way when right. i could afford it that time i was like okay fine then uh, then i started watching videos and like okay how to enjoy it how to drink it because i'm not going to do the same fucking shit mistake again <laughs> then i understood that only after two fucking or three pegs i'm i'm gone i'm i'm gone right. i'm saying whatever i want to say and that's when i realized to shit growing old sucks in this matter man <laughs> yeah 100% so so i i, I still remember uh, where well, i still remember my first hangover so so mm. that was oh my god that was something to uh, to reckon with you know so so i remember that i couldn't even open my eyes completely i think I, i'm not sure if you were in we were in davangere again and uh, no so, no so i wasn't basically they hot boxed me with some magical herb i had passed out of course to partake uh, but yeah. Uh, yeah i got uh, you know uh, hot boxed into a lot of divine smoke and oh by the time i woke up it was almost like i was bob marley so uh, yeah <laughs> crazy crazy time that was the, that was the first hangover yeah that was the first hangover i think so so i had so i just remember uh going and then that's all and <laughs> you know so this was i this is i think just a day prior to yashish's uh, brother's wedding i think if i'm not wrong yeah so yeah we we had times damn man what did you you mean did you drink and did you smoke up so i drank and i passed out and everybody around me smoked up like there was not tomorrow so so i basically Ooh. didn't even get to have the good part of it i just had the straight straight to the headache shit that is a bad one to have dude yeah so so i i remember uh, i i remember the first time do you remember uh, getting real happy with with the green uh, you know long time back so so okay. there's this, so there's this one time i i remember uh, in in college right so so i had uh-huh. borrowed my brother's uh, bike you remember i used to ride my cd 100 uh, yeah 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 you were wearing that black coat and having that cd 100 i looked like straight out of high court right so then uh, there's this, uh, so of course i was still learning how to ride and all that and i was high as a kite that day and so we were i was, I was riding back home and uh, so so i really get these paranoid trips right like i really yeah. like like a freaking rabbit when i like looking around everywhere so so then um, so so i'm looking at the light uh, looking at the traffic light 
and in my mind i'm like shit it's going to turn right i need to break right now right now right now and the and the voice starts getting louder and then i screeched on my brakes and then um then i'm just waiting for it to turn green and uh, you know my you know my obsession rather paranoia with the cops if if you remember yeah. so so then there's there's this cop who pulls next you know next to me he just comes and he stands in the traffic and i'm like in my mind i'm like oh shit now this guy is going to look at me he's going to think i'm high and he's going to try and talk to me oh shit i'm caught and i'm done and all that you know so so then the the cop so so it it turns green the signal turns green and uh, i'm just trying to kick the bike you know it was a, a stroke bike right so i'm kicking it and it's it's not starting and this i from the corner of my eye i can see that the cop is looking at me right and okay. now is beating like a million drums and then he's like hey na itappa and i'm like shit he finally spoke to me i'm done this is a non bailable offense i'm screwed right <laughs> and like this is the one time i regretted being a major okay about- so then i'm like uh, no sir it's not starting i'm still learning and i god knows what all i said and in yeah. my mind i'm like this guy is trying trying to ascertain whether i or not because you can see my eyes there they're red as hell so yeah. then he's like ki tirix put kick madbekappa so makes sense bra yes. and so so the, so so that was that was the most exhilarating <laughs> you know experiences so yeah weird stuff shit dude the first time i got high was the very very first time i tried it was in hyderabad so uh, my cousin uh, his friends okay not even my cousin i did not go with my cousin so uh, basically it was his friends and i just wanted to have good fun that day mm-hmm. and uh, my my cousin was like uh, you know i can't come i have uh, office tomorrow so you go ahead this guy's a real fine just don't get uh, too drunk or anything because they are also new to you and all these things so like okay fine so right after uh, pitspilani college or somewhere in the outskirts of hyderabad there is one right which goes to some hills and mm-hmm. they call it gully all right okay uh, so people who are listening uh, who are in hyderabad they probably would know this so i we stop over there it's in uh, indica mm-hmm. and uh, so they roll up a joint and i'm like okay it's yeah i just have to do it like a smoke right uh, and they're like yeah just pull it let it sit and then like you know take it in just just like a normal cigarette do not think about anything else i was like okay fine <laughs> then i'm just smoking it and we're sitting in the car I'm smoking it and we're taking turns i'm like why is it nothing happening there is nothing <laughs> except for this weird green uh, lush smell i'm getting other than that there's mm-hmm. nothing else happening and then i'm like okay fine if this is the case then you know i can probably go a little little more so i was doing it this guy said like no 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 sai like you know take your time it's okay it's your first time they're like no no it's all right then these guys decided to pour bp and mm-hmm. they're like okay drink the whiskey and then they were blasting psychedelic music uh, on the speakers we got okay. out of the car we were just standing we were just chilling we were just drinking whiskey and uh, i'm just telling them about bangalore and what am i going to do because that was when i just finished my second pew and i was about uh-huh. to enter uh, bpm Oh dang! Then I'm not getting high. So this one guy, he's like, okay, okay, this is what we're going to do. So what he did was he took my fucking head, and he there are two subwoofers. He put my head right between it, and he blasted the music. Okay, and twenty <laughs> seconds I was there, and I just got up, and everything looked different, man. Everything was like a whole new world out there. I was like immediately like I want to pee. So I'm trying to walk so what I'm doing is I think I'm walking straight but I'm walking diagonally and I've walked <laughs> almost half a kilometer from where the car is parked and I have I'm, I pissed and I turn back and I look that the car is so far away I feel like <laughs> shit and very honestly it was just like some 20 steps okay uh, apparently but i felt it was so far away and i'm like i'm doing the swimming motion okay i'm like okay i want to go near it i want to go near it and i have this trip and i come back and they're like calm me down but they're like no no i want to do this let's do this and then we roll another one. then i'm like shit hungry so nobody told me that you get shit hungry when you smoke weed so i got <laughs> shit hungry and then they took me to some daba and uh, you know they bring a plate of chicken fried rice 
and I'm, mm. and I just gobble it dude like one full plate of rice they're like dude when we have to eat like no fuck you all and I gobble it and the next thing I know I want to fucking puke oh shit and I uh, I just go puking here and there then I'm like I want to go sit in the car I sit in the car I puke puke in the car and this is the first time I'm meeting this fucking guy and his <laughs> car okay oh, oh god dude that went berserk I slept and then you know on the way I woke up and then we we had a smoke I'm like shit I'm never drinking and I'm never doing ever in my life again and that's it that, that was the last time I took that oath and then of course things got repeated were you there when we smoked up with jojo were you there oh yeah yeah i was there yeah oh my god it was great dude you think uh, th- this can be like uh, a poor man's jorogan uh, you know so, it is. So, yeah it so, is. so so it's like so from dmt we can we can we could at least talk about this and i'm happy with the experiences <laughs> if not if not dmt i'm, I'm fine i enjoy it a lot man i mean i have i have joe rogan you know uh, yeah. running in the background some, uh, sometimes and and i know people uh, a few people might find uh, you know it to be not right up their alley but i think i think the 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 uh, range of topics that are discussed on that itself is so so yeah uh, amazing that you know you'll at least find one podcast which you will be interested in if not all right so yeah. so the uh, and by the way the, uh, just so you know i, I listen to your po- podcast as well and uh, you know the last podcast uh, uh-huh. that you had uh, you going back to work after 8 years that was that was some real nice uh, uh, content man i mean that was that was because i have been through it my i know i have ha- always had a stable job and all that but mm. uh, there have been you know see actually i would i would say that um you know i lack the balls to you know not have a crutch so to speak yeah. so uh, you know just between changing jobs i have had so much stress so i can mm-hmm. only imagine how it must be and kudos to you for that man that was Thanks, a great man. yeah it was not easy first like you know first and foremost everybody was like okay you don't have enough experience and they did not count entrepreneurship as experience and moreover uh, companies were really scared that okay this guy can stop working with us and he'll get another idea and he'll he'll become an entrepreneur once again but then uh, you know after marriage we had like couple of rough uh, years so you know we thought okay fine i'll just uh, take up a job but i wanted to do the job which i will enjoy and which i am really good at and that's when uh, you know i had that other job i fucked it up for one week i was like fuck this i'm not going to go and work for somebody who's going to be condescending to me and then right. i found this where you know i uh, give me that uh, comfort right they're like you be you in your time but you know when you're with the company you have to be completely uh, in uh, immersed with the company's content and what we have to do and i, I was like okay and that was more than what i wanted and the package was very handsome and most importantly they did not give a damn that i did not work for like 8 years or uh, they did not they did not care that you know i was not drawing so much so that i can ask so much the right. team is cool the my my marketing head i think we are of the same age probably so you know our wavelength matches so you know everything that's i that's when i realized that you know when you're working it's not the job but it's the people around you because oh, any yeah. job you can do you can just figure out it and figure it out and you can do any job but you know it's the team correct no definitely and and i think you know sometimes uh, sometimes we do end up we 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 approach an opportunity very apprehensively but eventually if, if you have the heart and head in the right place i think it always works yeah. so if i can share uh, an experience right so mm-hmm. uh, i know that after uh, bbm uh, which we both did together you mm-hmm. straight up uh, you know took up uh, we went into jobs and uh, you know did your own things uh, but uh, me being me like so so i i know that you spoke about your family so my family has always you know been people who have worked for others but of course my dad is again a, a disruptor so to speak so he has his own business and all that right now but uh, so i was i i always had this in my mind that you know the the straight 9 to 5 job is what i had right mm. so then uh, i got so blindsided so i couldn't do it right after uh, B- bbm and i did an mba and then 
then i got so stressed i was like i would just want a job man i don't care types right mm. so and uh, so all the all those event uh, events that we did in bbm definitely helped me you know crack through jds and you know generally it, we are quite conversational right so that kind of helped and i landed a job in techm mm. uh, techmindra and i was there for about 3 years mm. and uh, i literally did not know what i was doing there like uh, basically i was a part of a technical team uh, basically mm. like a bunch of coders and like all the uh, tech quizzes and mm. so i was there with no technical you know degree or exposure whatsoever and so basically if it is a non technical job nagesh did it right it was like that <laughs> so it was crazy and i i really didn't like it and i really felt like what am i doing with my life like i've done my mba and like what am i doing right so but after having left techm i realized that the kind of things that i got to do right so mm. so i was into bid management which was which is kind of a quasi technical thing so you need to have a little bit of technical mm. knowledge and then of course it is about a uh, putting your best foot forward with what you can do for your clients and things like that right mm. but then in 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 that uh, whole journey i got to do so many things that i never realized until i came out of it and the best part about coming out of techm was i was getting too desperate right so so for as you were saying in your po- podcast for me it's all about people right i will mm. i will work the shittiest job if i have an amazing team i don't care so mm. it continues to be like that so so in techm uh, there was another friend of mine who i mean we got into uh, you know techm together and we are from the same age uh, she was recruited from rnsit f- for an mba uh, from an mba and me from jane so it was almost like we we passed out of college and we were kind of friends right so mm. so we both decided that look we need to quit and uh, there is a opportunity that uh, came along mm. and me being me uh, i asked my friend who was giving me this opportunity saying can you can you also find another opening because i really want to work with the same person right yeah. and she was like uh, sorry man there's only one opening but you could refer her but then again understand that she is going to be your competition like if she mm. so then the, the 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 rational thing to do would be to you know go alone and take that interview right but then mm. i genuinely did not think like that and i know probably at some level you need to be a little uh, strategic and uh, not self centered but you'll need to it's, it's i mean your life is in your hands right so you need to figure it out but then none of those things occurred and i said i also referred her and mm. we gave the interview uh, so this was a company called metric stream and i was actually a, a little iffy right i didn't want to do the do bid management again because it was given to me i never chose to do it so i was in a dilemma whether to continue or not and all that so but turns out long story short she got the job and i did not <laughs> they wanted a female candidate because they had to hit their diversity numbers right okay so, so then everybody was like you are such an idiot why the hell did you even you know uh, uh, refer her and all that so i said listen i did it in good faith right like it was not a strategic decision i'm sure she would have done it for me so mm-hmm. then uh, eventually all this happened and i got into the current role that i am in with hgs and it was a corporate communications like this is what i always wanted to do marketing mm-hmm. and corporate communications but had i gone into that bit management stream probably i would still been there and you know trying to haggle with people but uh, so so actually the 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 current role that i have initially when i started off the offer was much much lesser than what i would be getting in the opportunity that that i lost out so long i i was still happy and all that so long story short what happens is uh, they 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 laid off the person who got recruited right because uh, so so first they said it was a diversity thing and they had to hire uh, the girl and uh, so uh, so uh, there was a there was a uh, you know colleague of hers so basically the team had two people and they had to fire one person and they fired the guy because again diversity right so had i got the job i would have been out of a job in the next three months of joining so you know it it you you never know what's coming your way right like sometimes like things might seem really tough and 
you might feel like it would have been better but what i have realized is to be honest we really don't know what's the best for us sometimes you know like i am not a determinist or anything of that sort uh, but then uh, i really like that uh, saying from dory right just keep swimming you know that yeah. that really that really speaks to me so yeah i mean i could really relate to that podcast for sure so yeah I man think- because we come to a point where we compare with others okay that person irrespective of how much you're having fun in your life and they say if you have if you love what you do you will never compare i think that's a harsh shit all right because right. at the end of the day if the other person is right in front of you and he's showing that you know he has something and he has done something or even in the same field like if i have a youtube channel and if somebody starts very late and he reaches the milestones that i couldn't reach in the last 4 5 years i'll feel a little dejected and i'll be like you right. know what why is this happening i'm putting the same kind of effort but nobody i'm not getting support and all these things and then later i realize immediately i realize what is the point of it it's not like as soon as i feel this way that things are going to change or anything as such and just like you said we do not know what is best for us until and unless it happens to us and that's when we decide okay this is good it's it's like a drink dude we will never know right. what which is a good drink for our palate until unless we drink everything and then we decide on one thing saying that okay this is my drink and i think everything about life is that and everything about life is like you know if you have the time you can jump few jobs and understand this is the job that i want to do or then take your time and then understand what is the job that you really love and then start looking for it or you just have to you know let it be and let life decide what is best for you because no matter what you think that you know this is best for you it it most of the times it never happens right that's true that's that's all that's been my my experience also you know so yeah so the so the key is to kind of uh play hard to get with life i guess <laughs> yeah i know right like yeah, I, i'm going to be a minimum guy now so you yeah. tell me what i have to do okay <laughs> 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 no and i realize that uh, so it it takes a lot of pressure off of my head you know like mm. so so not not to get uh, philosophical or anything but uh, you know it it always is better when uh, you you just uh, you just give up i mean they they say right don't don't look at what is the outcome of it like if you have to do that action go ahead with it so i mean yeah. that's what i have so that's been working out pretty fine see see my my aim in life is to be like stress free like never get Cut. worried like it doesn't matter if i'm not rich i just want to be happy man exactly that, that's all i need so dude yeah. uh, no matter how much you earn i mean um if you have fun with what you have and if you earn more if you have more money you'll have fun with what you have once again and it it never gets over i think the only shit oh my god i think the whiskey is kicking and i'm getting all fucking philosophical and shit so oh, yeah. i think right up my jam <laughs> and i think it's always in that that manner that no matter what you have you just you enjoy with that and you don't look at money because today you will say you will spend 10000 rupees when you go out with your friends you will drink and you'll see the bank account tomorrow and you'll be like fuck i spent 10000 rupees but you will earn that back if you are capable enough of earning that back but you cannot get that day when you spend time with your friends again like if you had thought that oh i cannot go i will spend a lot and most of the times that happens you miss out on so many opportunities to have fun and later the time is not this like when everybody was saying you will not get time back have fun when you can and all these things i was always looking at my bank balance and thinking no 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 i cannot i have most of my life to do it but no fuck this 30 i'm getting we're getting high for three pegs this is not this that was the time right no so i have uh, like see uh, i have always been of that uh, you know mindset but uh, that got real stronger when i got a chance to work with all these senior leaders who have had a chance to work with early on in my career right like mm. i i have seen i mean i do admire my bosses and all the cxos whom i worked with and all that but i i really admire and appreciate the way they handle stress the way they handle things you know they're really intelligent and all that but then 
if you ask me i would never want their life i mean i i know what they get paid and it's obscene the amounts of money but mm-hmm. i still don't see value in it because because uh, you know i think it law of marginal diminishing marginal utility kind of applies to money also right like how is yeah. how is 300 crores difference than 400 crores after some time right like yes. like in terms of lifestyle i don't think it changes you know yes. so so of course i mean uh, i don't know if if i'm being unambitious but i'm definitely ambitious about being happy and it's yeah. so uh, yeah you know, in in a sense if you look at it right so mm-hmm. i always call it the ovarian lottery okay Uh, so come again i mean you know i i term it the ovarian lottery okay? okay so what i mean by that is i mean you could have been born in like afghanistan in like some <laughs> you know it's in some freaking valley that will bomb you to nth heaven in the next two days yeah, i mean you never know right i mean mm. you could have been anywhere and and yeah i think i think it's it's definitely an art you know be you know feeling grateful for what you have mm. like it is definitely an art i i have seen a lot of people i mean of course they all like their life and mm. there is also that factor of getting used to right so everybody is mm. used to the kind of life that they have mm. but so that is when i i kind of i kind of think to myself am i being not at all ambitious and being mm. a loser or am i too content mm. either i'm zen or i'm like really mm. crazy <laughs> like <laughs> mm. really not sure what that is but then as long as it keeps me happy and it's not troubling anybody else i think we can carry on yeah but don't you think it's so crazy that you know uh, even though we are 30 and we calling ourselves old we are technically 30 is the new 18 as people are saying now because it takes us that much of a time to understand where you are what you are what you can do what you cannot do but i uh, and and don't you think that you know like being at this age and realizing all these things is so much more better because we see our fathers who still today they will be like oh this has to happen that has to happen the peace of mind even though they are 60 65 they don't have that because right from the age of 20 22 they've been working they've been working hard they did not have the utilities so you know they used to they had to always uh, make sure they have enough money to support their families to support education of their children you know i think i think it's also about half the, the thing in our society right it is mm. definitely because of peer pressure you know like mm. like uh, like i think the root to it all is not being content with yourself like see i don't know if i'm being old school or whatever so i remember when i was growing up like like pre wedding photo shoots for instance right like mm. marriage being like the biggest industry was like was like a thing that affluent people do and like mm. you know and and that kind of has become commoditized right and mm. like so many other aspects like you know having a phone maybe so i think eventually right that bar to attain always mm. keeps getting higher and higher mm. and the the minute like there's only so much that you can strive to reach right so exactly. so i think the 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 idea is to limit you, yourself in sen- in in terms of what makes you happy right exactly so, yes yeah, simple joys should definitely not not you know not be lost i think i think that's that's one of the biggest assets we have right yeah so, yeah yeah i mean i think uh, simple things like you know if you can wake up with a smile on your face have your breakfast without anything on your mind go to work okay fine put put a little bit of hustle and then come back have a cup of coffee spend time with your family and if you want to go out just go out have fun come back sleep once again and you know relive those memories once again probably once or twice every month and i think that becomes such a point of uh, you you tr- tend to satisfy yourself saying that this is what i want from life you know when you are young and when you're just getting out of college for me for sure and even i'm sure you would have because you were like killing with b plans and b plans i still remember that shit that you came up oh, with yeah, the first time of b plan do you remember that Yeah, I remember that. Oh my God, that was a. So I was looking back at it, and it was a cringe fest. Okay, a few of them, but but then it's good that we, you know, like we. I was very proud of the fact that uh, I didn't bunk, but still I had so much attendance. You know, I neither, I know, I know. You know, I neither uh, attended college nor did I, you know, while it away. So it was a nice balance, nice mix. exactly and i think most of the people like us who had that balance are the ones who are really 
happy with it and you know i mean of course people have their own versions of it but i think you and i we were always in the same boat like you know we we always had the balance when we had to be in college we had to be in co- college and when we had to have fun we were having fun and i and we were in good books with most of the teachers like you being a chocolate boy you were like everybody was like yeah nagesh is like the most innocent fuck that there is so yeah. no it's like a more more boy this is this is why the 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 lockdown has added a few more pounds you know <laughs> more. so no, how has still... your lockdown been i know in terms of uh, you know all yeah. the career and all that has been but but how has it been like you know being at home you know so last locked a uh, lockdown what happened was um we decided like you know we're not going to waste so we were like okay what do we have with us that we can keep ourselves busy every day and make sure that you know when when somebody so i had this question i did this live session with one of my friend and we both had this question in our mind like you know if tomorrow or 3 months later or 5 months later somebody asks what did you do in the lockdown so you should have a qu- an answer that would satisfy you rather than satisfy that person so we were thinking okay fine this is what i'm going to do i'm going to create every day and we did cooking videos arpita and i we did cooking oh, yeah. videos the, yeah the entire la- last lockdown and we did like 50 55 videos and we were content we were not like we want to become a cooking channel or anything but i wanted to keep those juice flowing and all these things and then i realized how much more i understood about video making just by that so i give credit to that lockdown and then uh, you know it went on for a while and then then uh, the lockdown was opened then we got back to our work and again this time apita already had a job so you know which was good uh, and then i was looking for it but you know this time there were not so many restrictions so you know i could still ca- carry on with my work continue with my work so you know it wasn't like that bad as last time where you know where we had to Uh, make money that money that we did not make for the last 3 months and we were just spending we, we had to make the but this time it was still okay but very honestly this time it was lot more scarier because you know people i knew passed away so many people who oh, i yeah. know got got the were positive it really started hitting close yeah. to home you know yeah yeah it it really started hitting close to home that's really true and my my brother in law was almost almost uh, critical and you know it was a miracle that he uh, uh, th- that he recovered and he's back home now which were infected or anything but then it was a miracle like you know it wasn't like you know we were praying for it also because there was so much of death that was around us yeah. you will always you will not feel hopeful at the end of the day you will feel oh, yeah. like you you scared to shit like you know you you're thinking about your sister you're thinking about your nephew like it's you scared to shit so you know that i think i think the entire lockdown i spent most of it being f- afraid and being fearful and being very very honestly that you know tired of <coughs> the situation that we are in like that was mine how was yours so mine was a mine was a mixed bag i'd say i had one con but a real hard con so mm. one is that of course you know shweta my wife she she mm. tested positive and mm. it was mm. completely out of the blue right so mm. so i mean she was such a scaredy cat she didn't even step out while i was like roaming around of course mm. on work but uh, i was i was pretty cautious i wasn't careless but then i i did go out so statistically that makes me more probable right and mm. uh, somehow i never got and she sitting at home she got it so it's still it's still a mystery how she got so so wow. that on that note uh, what really kind of different uh, perspective that this you know time gave is of course you know how how important people are to you i mean i i think it just helped me realize how much i love her more baby and yeah. what, so made me a financially more prudent i would say you know because uh, mm. just before the lockdown while we had office and right after office we used to go out uh, for dinners and you know really splurge without thinking much and it helped me clear my credit cards because i wasn't doing that anymore and mm. then the question cropped up dude if if i'm going to have like a like a emergency tomorrow do i have enough money to mm. to to cater to that so 
that kind of made me more cautious in in a good way um, mm. so it's true what they say you know like uh, being financially prudent is more about a habit than about wits you know it mm. is about so that kind of helped me and of course all, during the <coughs> lock i i wrote a lot um, you know i i i started painting i know it wasn't that great but then it mm. was something that i've never done before it was a good break from the screens you know i mean mm. i was juggling between netflix amazon and other otts so this was a mm. good break and then mm. i also started learning ukulele which was again a good thing uh, mm. which was different so uh, for the first time probably i had like a hobby that i can actually term it as a hobby mm. so and uh, i enjoyed going down a lot of rabbit holes you know like yeah give you so much time so so you randomly started listening to things on youtube you know started googling stuff so mm. so so yeah it it was a mixed bag you know it was it was real nice yeah man i think see that's what i'm saying right like when you uh, when the shit is over and when it becomes just like any other uh, when we go back to normalcy and uh, when you look back these are the kind of things that you feel that you know where where you could have been lazy but you know you ended up being productive and you ended up doing things that you never thought i mean if this thing was not there at all in 2020 if it was just like any other year i don't think most of us would have gotten into so many rabbit holes and try to learn and deduce things and also you know be financially like you said like you know try to understand where we stand uh with with finance and everything because i i, I think what you said i mean i'm sure it would have been fucking crazy dude which way that uh, uh you know uh, turning positive and everything it, it would have been like shit scary oh yeah it was i mean it came close because uh, so the situation was such right so we weren't sure if she will need that remdesivir and if at all we needed where do we get it from and then mm. of course uh, i mean It, it was like a it was like a witch hunt right like do you have it do you have it mm. even if you have it is it authentic and mm. how many bajillion dollars will it cost mm. can i buy it with only one kidney or do you want both <laughs> so you never know right so so all kinds of crap was happening and it was a crazy time but i'm i'm really glad so you know what like i saved a lot on fuel Mm. uh my i think my hair got better because of you know all the pollution that i avoided yeah. and i literally got out of my credit card debt which was like a big deal for me yeah but so believe it or not after having worked for so long mm. this is this is the first time i've started saving you know during the wow. lockdown like wow. ha- had you come to me and said what is your savings i would have said lic which my great great grandchildren will will have <laughs> <laughs> it is obviously right like like it is more of a more of an emotional investment than mm. uh, than a because of course i'm sure nobody buys lic from an unknown person it's always like the degree of separation is like 1 degree yeah sister <laughs> so so like so it's it's like an awkward um, you know <laughs> transaction so so i think you just pay the premium to get out of that situation right until absolutely man ಗುಡ್ a good experience you know so i think overall it's i mean minus all the death and despair mm. i think personally not to not to you know sound like satan but it's been a good time for me no that is actually true dude because you know you we actually understood where we stand if something like this happens yeah that's true i mean it, it's crazy man like so i was i was just doing some some research on uh, how millennials spend and probably this will come in handy even when we want their wallet right like mm-hmm. eventually when we start a business so so i was i was reading this uh, report which says that close to 83% of youth by youth they mean people who have just gotten into college and have got their own debit or credit card right 
up until people uh, in the age bracket of 33 32 to 33 mm. so apparently the way um, the majority of this crowd spends money is like they just keep spending and uh, they are scared to check their balance so mm. 83% of the, the crowd doesn't even check how much is left in their account cuz mm. cuz cuz that's how it is right like you have bajaj fincer or you have a credit card which you will eventually pay mm. uh, you know so so th- these are definitely hidden so so i think uh, capitalism is scary uh, when mm. you are a small fry in the whole system <laughs> but, uh, yeah that, that that definitely so also one more interesting thing is i i delved into a lot of uh, indian history and basically when i say indian history not just about wars and all that this was this was more to do with uh, administration and mm. it was very interesting you know where did you start reading about that so this was uh, this is basically so i had a lit- i have a little bit of background of sanskrit and all that and uh-huh. so this is there's this notion that sanskrit literature is just about either praising gods or about shakuntala right uh-huh. so there are some real scientific texts and i started with the chanakya's arthashastra uh-huh. which is an amazing book it it blew my mind out of the water uh-huh. uh, because because uh, you know there is everything that you can conceive uh, which which is there in the modern world and this this book was written 2000 years wow. back literally uh, you have you have banking systems you have travelers checks uh you have uh, de- sale deeds leases you know the the, the entire thing you know uh-huh. so that was that was very interesting so currently i'm looking at things that are um, non devotional and uh, not mm. just literary but utilitarian kind of sanskrit text which is amazing that's crazy man because you're the second person who's been talking to me about um uh, arthashastra and it's it's such a strong strong literature i'll tell you that it basically it will blow your mind just by because i watch a lot of videos and uh, i was i just came across that video like a week back or something which spoke about this arthashastra thing and what it was and all these things that you mentioned i think there were few more things which blew my mind that this guy knew that the human kind is going to go this way so many years later this is it was it was just so imprinted in his head that you know that this is what is going to happen and they call them visionaries but you know it's it's so much more than that it's just understanding human kind and oh, yes, evolution yeah it's about uh, understanding the entire psyche of the human mm. mind right mm. and then kind of scaling it up to a from from an from an individual to a family to a town and to an entire country so mm. so imagine like having uh, to rule 2000 mm. years back with with limited communication and across uh, afghanistan till current day almost mm. andhra not not andhra just uh, maharashtra and a little bit of uh, karnataka also mm. that big an empire and so so i think it is the one of the most practical uh, works that i have ever seen you know mm, mm. so there there are, there are various uh, chapters that, that just the headings will blow your mind off so mm. so the timetable of how a king needs to like plan out his day and mm. how he has to recruit ministers what is the uh, there is espionage and counter intelligence Uh, the kind of spying systems that are there then economics then the legal aspects of it then mm. sociological aspects of it so so it's amazing it's like a humongous book but then it's definitely you know just the headings will will be amazing so just to uh, you know just just to uh, tell you the kind of uh, quote unquote indian mentality that exists right so mm. so chanakya says that um, you know about bribery so of course so he says that uh, you know bribery is definitely a punishable offense mm. uh, but always understand that if 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 a fish is in the water mm. you will never be able to tell how much water it drank right so mm. when people have power and they are in the midst of money mm. there will be some pilferage so so mm. put, you know you you need to cap it so you cannot you cannot uh, eliminate it is what he says wow 
which is which is quite practical and his predecessors never had such a practical angle to it yeah right that is yeah. crazy do we get an english version of uh, adaptation oh yeah. oh yeah yeah there are, there are, there is a pdf that has been directly translated so this manuscript was found in mysore oriental library i it uh-huh. was on those palm leaves you know that they used to write on so uh-huh. that has been translated and uh, there are a lot of uh, i mean right now with the pride month going on and the whole diversity and inclusion thing it is a it is it is a horrendous like an outrageous uh, work if if you uh-huh. read it at face value because uh, you know there is all kinds of of course it was not uh, a society where women mm. had equal rights and all that stuff but uh, you know if you, if you were to discount all that uh, in terms of statecraft itself it's an amazing book you should damn you know look at like imagine the amount of times that we were taught all of these things in uh, school but we never paid attention so yeah. we only mucked up and we only wanted to know how much we wanted to answer on the sheets but imagine the kind of information that we had learned from our textbooks and if there are very few people who've consumed it the way that they should consume it as uh, knowledge in rather than you know i hate the word academics right because then it comes about your marks and your uh, you know your your standing in the class how bright you are how dumb you are how intelligent you are or how lethargic you are or anything it, it all comes down to this marks and your you know appraisals and all this shit but if you just leave all of that aside and just maintain the decency that every kid has to learn these things it has to be imprinted in his head that tomorrow morning he will probably talk about this to someone or like you know share this knowledge once again or if everything has to go back if everything has to go back uh, to the point where it all started i mean that's when all of this knowledge is going to be so important i'm like right, right. just as when you're telling me i can understand how important it is to know these things that have come from our motherland irrespective of yeah, where it comes definitely. from man i'll tell you what so uh, you know uh, there there is a lot of uh, right now in the country there's a lot of uh, you know communal disharmony right mm-hmm. like in terms of so so where is this coming from like i just got curious and you know it is always always good to go to the source of the text instead of you know a mm. very loose translation because a lot of thing is missed in translation so so in course of you know reading up all this and uh, you know philosophy is a nice you know rabbit hole to get lost in so i just so 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 there is this thing called dharma dharma right everywhere mm. like mm. Uh, so dharma is like right now translated as a religion right mm. Mm. and then it is very clearly stated that dharma is nothing but nature so mm. so the dharma of uh, uh, fire is to burn is to mm. emit light mm. you know the uh, dharma of water is to be wet and flow mm. so so even in our scriptures it says follow your dharma if you want to be like the best in mm. what you do so basically mm. it is saying follow your heart mm. you know don't don't uh, do something that is against your own ethos or morals mm. or abilities mm. also for that matter mm. don't try to be you know that square peg in the round hole or yes. whatever the expression goes you know? <clears throat> yeah so yeah i think there are a lot of gems like these so i i so i am a part of uh, corporate communications right that is what i do and i have derived mm-hmm. a lot of learnings from so there is one line which says gachchanapi gajenaiva gamyate ghantaya which means to say that if there is an elephant right walking mm-hmm. on the road mm-hmm. nobody in the night nobody is going to notice it unless there is a bell on it so mm. like you might have done like uh, you know amazing great big things but mm. if you don't make noise about it nobody is going to know about it mm-hmm. you know so so that that comes under the uh, chapter where he's talking about propaganda right mm. like how important it is to leverage uh, musicians to mm. to kind of get uh, uh, though it was not a democracy and it was it was a, a, a monarchy Mm. says that you know it it is always advisable that you have the support of your uh, praja which is mm. your your citizen so mm. how do you influence um, you know public opinion and right now oh my god like you can you you know how news channel they yeah there, there mm. have been uh, you know uh, like people 
giving verdicts on news like they are the courts so mm-hmm. that's that's definitely something that's interesting so what we get to see is that human nature has never changed only the devices in which mm-hmm. we go about our lives have changed nothing mm-hmm. more than that you know mm-hmm. and and it's it's such that you know nature like you said whatever dharma is it has different meanings and people have tried to define it in so many different ways saying that you know dharma means this is the thing so there is no other way to it if it's it's a right you're supposed to follow this rule and that's the dharma so nobody has ever come out and said it's nature it's nobody's ever come out and said you're not supposed to do this you can do what you want you don't have to say or you don't have to do what others want you to do and i think for a very long time in our country we lost that meaning and a lot of people just became what people were told to uh, they, they, they just so, so there have hmm. been various instances so uh, i i have seen a lot of people defend uh, uh, so generally even if you look at youtube right the mm. minute you say uh, ancient india or something like that it it mm. right straight up goes to the varna class the caste system right mm. the mm. casteism casteism mm. so so i said okay this might i mean it it wouldn't be a practical solution right like any uh, any thriving society mm. if you box it like if if it is an airtight compartment there can never be uh, you know development there so mm. so this just got me thinking and so so there are there are there are various aspects to it right like mm. there is one is dharma and the other one is varna right mm. so you can you can by birth you might be whatever like you can be mm. a vaishya you can be a shudra you can be mm. a but then by by vritti the the kind of thing that you do mm. you become you become that class so it is it has never been hereditary so like for instance mm. uh, chanakya chanakya was a brahmin chandragupta mm. was a so called shudra which currently they are called scsts or whatever right mm-hmm. so is ashoka the entire lineage right mm. and so, so that even valmiki who wrote ramayan or beat vyasa who wrote mahabharat all mm. of them have, have been uh, the, the offsprings of a fisherman the other mm. person butcher you know there have ne- there has so your birth has never defined your merit only mm. your actions have and mm. and somewhere it is sad to see that it got lost um, you know in in mm. the in the middle ages mm. so so i think it's always nice to go back to the source and see what it is exactly and i think you know most importantly people should be um always educated on these things because the middle class the, the middle age that you talk about or the people who grew up in the middle age and who have offsprings now who uh, who are right here right now like you and me we're talking uh, uh, it's important that we start educating these people so that they do not continue the same kind of things that their parents or grandparents followed they have to change things i mean i'm not saying like you know exuberantly start accepting i mean let's talk about you know gays and we accepted we of our age we accepted because we've been exposed to the information saying that this is not something people become it's something that they already are and they find ways to you know come out of that shell and then truly realize that you know we our orientation is such but we understand this because the information is laid out there and we have to consume it but there are so many people of our age who still feel very disgusted by the idea of same sex being together no so this 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 is a very interesting thing that you brought up right so i have all wondered like like what i do in my bedroom how is it of any consequence to mm. so i understand is okay uh, gender identity i understand because uh, uh, you might identify as a gender that is that you are not biologically off and you mm. might want to be treated uh, the way a person you identify as the gender that you identify as you mm. expect that people treat you like that so if, for instance if if i i i am a guy i am a mentally also a guy mm. so if 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 people would treat me like how they would treat a woman maybe i wouldn't be comfortable right mm. so while gender identity i understand and sensitization is required i never got this aspect about the sexual orientation bit mm. and so so this also so there's a very interesting anecdote right mm. 
so so what happens is uh, there is there is a there is a prostitute who lives uh, in a, in a, a, a community uh, and right opposite to the prostitute's home mm. uh, there is a sadhu who lives right mm. so what happens is every morning when the sadhu wakes up he curses that lady like he doesn't even want to see her face you know mm. Oh my God, she must be like you know fornicating that wild mm. wench and things like that. Mm. And uh, and but she goes about her business. And mm. uh, so then then both of them die because of some calamity. And the sadhu uh, gets told that you need to be reborn. She's she's out of the cycle of birth and death. And and he says, what the hell? I, I've been the most pious guy. I've been the one refraining from all uh, joys of the flesh. And there she is doing her thing. okay so, so you know the judgment is that she was doing her dharma she was doing what was she was doing her her work like mm. that was her chosen vocation she was doing it while you were supposed to be concentrating on the the uh, the beyond you know mm. about spiritual aspects you weren't doing that shit you were concentrating on uh, on other persons things which kind of made you so so this you know th- this is how the society also is currently i think i am i am definitely positive that uh, you know beat any relationship or beat any any orientation there are always issues right that you need mm. to sort out yourself and here you go around you know judging people so it's so that that's really weird which i never got but then it's really encouraging how how much you know things are opening up Mm. and you know i i know because in my own organization we do a lot of diversity and inclusion uh, work and and it's really nice so 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 i had a very you know basic question so a lot of my close friends are from the community right mm. from lgbtq community and and mm. i've been very blessed because i can ask questions without mm. being judged and i think that is the first step right mm. so so i just went about asking how does it matter like i will not acknowledge the fact that you are in a relationship with another female for instance mm. right mm. how does it matter to you what drives you to fight for it you know mm. what drives you to 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 get people to acknowledge it how does it make a difference mm. so uh, you know that 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 question came from a place of curiosity and not from the pace of place of bigotry but then the answer was that uh, i i would like my partner to be covered under insurance like mm. just like how you wanted you know money when shweta was admitted and she mm. you, you could you know help her and i couldn't mm. right so so and also there is as humans you have that need right for mm. society to acknowledge you as one single family unit like a couple like mm. in terms of so of course there are pra- practical aspects to it wherein it it comes to uh, you know money and uh, buying property or being married and all that stuff and mm. there's also the social aspect to it right so, but then i after having asked that question i realized how 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 narrow minded am i or we right as in general Mm. so the very f- fact that that thought occurred right it was it was not rocket science i mean mm. why would you want to ever want to get married to anybody and and be be there for them right so 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 what that that was kind of revelatory because that kind of helped me understand that see sometimes you don't want though your outlook might be really open mm. your your perspective is so narrow because of the environment that you are in mm. like i never would go and ask a person like a guy saying why do you like this girl mm. you know like practically tell me why do you like this girl right so that mm. would never mm. happen so no so that way is right definitely you know that is a major aspect and a change that's coming along and there are a lot of people who are saying that no uh, you know uh, be be it uh, uh, this whole lgbtq thing is getting promoted you know mm. there was this I was talking about that like people are i don't think you can encourage like no matter how much you would encourage me to get attracted to a guy i would probably not right mm. it is an mm. innate drive that you have you you can't you can't get influenced if of at least i don't know maybe like if you are like one year old and uh, you know the, the same gender partner gets gets 
idealized maybe it can happen but at least not it is an innate drive right like how, just the way you you can't ask somebody to get hungry or you know happy it, it is like that right so yeah definitely i think that way societies it is going ahead and yeah i think that's a good trend yeah man that's crazy dude i love talking about this man we should do this uh, monthly episode kind of thing talking random shit Yeah, I really enjoyed it, Sai. Thank you so much for having me on. No problem, man. I I swear to God, I uh, every every week every month. So I'm gonna we're gonna do one episode where I'm gonna talk to you. We we'll just discuss random things. It doesn't matter. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, if there is any topic or you know, if anybody is looking forward to it. It's not like we both have accomplished anything, but we might as well talk about something else that has been accomplished. <laughs> like this, right. it's crazy, yes. dude. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, man. No problem, dude. Thank you. Thank you for you know accepting to do this, and uh, let's do this every month. I swear to God, like you know, oh, yes. I I'm have. I'm, to it. Yeah, I, I'll anyways be uh, uh, posting an episode every week. So you know, three weeks I'll do whatever the other interviews that I do or the random solo talks that I do, and one week I'm going to dedicate it just for you, so that you know we can sit down and for an hour long we can just talk about this random things. And I learned so much in this one hour. from you especially from the last like i think 40 uh, 20 20 25 minutes i think you just blew my fucking mind away so you know uh, kids if you're listening read yep that's a great message to end on man thank you so much <laughs> all right dude pleasure thanks man thanks again good night and uh, i'll see you next next month yep yep see ya bye see ya man bye Damn, that was one hell of a conversation, wasn't it? So I want to make this an every month kind of a thing because you know Nagesh has a lot of things to talk about, and uh, you know he calls himself the king of random, and I think he is. But it's a conversation, you know, just two friends catching up and talking about things like this. It's nice. It's really nice. He has a lot of things to say. He has a lot of insights. So we're gonna do this in every every month. kind of a thing so thank you so much nagesh for coming on the show and speaking all this random shit with me man if you like this conversation please take a screenshot send it to me uh my instagram handle is saisandeshmarkam and let me know if you liked it or did not like this episode or even better if you liked it really really a lot do take a screenshot put it up on your stories and tag me my handle is saisandeshmarkam and nagesh is nageshar mahendali i will link it in the show notes and let us know if you liked it or not and uh, yeah we'll be really happy i'm sure even he'll be really happy that somebody enjoyed our random conversation so yeah do that And also do not forget to follow me on my YouTube channel again my channel name is Sai Sandeshmarkam I make ultut news but you know that is the uncensored version of my talk the content that I'm making on the podcast please do rate and review subscribe and follow you can only rate and review on Apple so do rate and review if you are listening to this on an Apple podcast if if you're listening to this on any other platform just follow like and subscribe okay That's about it. My name is Sai Sandesh Markam. This is the Ultut podcast and I'll talk to you on the next one. Bye. Woo! This podcast was created on Hubhopper Studio. If you wish to start your own podcast for free, visit www.hubhopperstudio.com. Hubhopper is India's leading podcast creation platform. Start your podcast with Hubhopper Studio and get your voice heard across platforms like Spotify, Ghana, Google Podcasts, Wink Music and more. Click on the link in the episode description or just visit www.hubhopperstudio.com. Happy podcasting.